0: All right, Ambush, oh, we are here today with 18-year-old singer, a songwriter. Don't let the age fool you because she is making bangers, let me tell you. in the last one, Ooh, this most recent one, Ooh, my <laughs> goodness, Dior is the track that we're coming to talk about here today with my guest, Molly Annell. How's it going today, Molly?
1: Oh, so good! Like so much better now. What an introduction! Holy moly, I'm doing great. Yeah. You no,
0: know, gotta bring it in, hype. Gotta get the hype, right?
1: Absolutely, <laughs> hey. I love it. I love it. That's perfect.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm glad that we could kick it off and nice and good. And of course, I'd like to kick off this conversation by leading a little bit of a foundation here for the fan, for the listener. So, of course. You are signed to 1604 Records, and you actually had the opportunity to release your debut a full-length album, Elevator Music, in February of 2021 here. So before we get to the now, I need to know, what was it like to finally release that debut album?
1: Oh my gosh, it was crazy. That album was three years in the making, so or two and a half years, almost three whole years working on that album. So every step of the way, it was like, it kind of felt like it was never going to come out. So when it finally did, it was like, holy shit, it's out. It's here. It's like my baby. Um, And it was really great to have it out. But by the time it was released, I had written so many new songs. I was like, let's just get to the next thing um, because some of the vocals on that album were recorded when I was like 15, So it was crazy to be like the difference between like a song, like how was your day, which I recorded when I was 15 and then a song like Sunday, which was recorded when I was 17 and the difference in my voice that I hear subtle differences. Um, but those two tracks being on the same album was crazy. So I think that's just a testament to how much work and how much time and how much growth happened while that album was being curated and so much in my life like changed because 15 to 18 like it's such a huge jump so making that album was the craziest thing mm-hmm. i've ever done but i feel like it's gonna get crazier
0: Ooh, you know the whoa.
1: 20s are coming up the 20s are rolling in hot into my future and it's probably gonna get insane so yeah
0: <laughs> uh, yeah and of course you mentioned there just like The growth, of course, just physically with your voice and otherwise, but even then, like 15, there's still so much of the world to experience, to explore, and you're still growing. So like, even just you as a human being over those three or four years, which is essentially what most people's ages through high school is like, that's a lot of life experience.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was so... Many like big things in my life happened during that time. So I was kind of writing it as I went along. Yeah, Louise Burns, who basically mentored me through this whole album, she like, she was like, okay, you know, what happened at school today? You know, let's write about that. And um, it was just really great getting to work with her on all of it because she's seen me grow up. Grow up and um, yeah, she's just the best. And the album would not have been possible without her.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Of course, you mentioned Luis there, and she's helped quite a few different artists through their careers, and she herself has had quite the career for herself. So what are some of the things that you were able to pick up from her over the years that maybe you're going to take forward into the future?
1: Yeah. So like me, Luis started her music career at a young age, But unlike me, she had some huge global hits by the time she was like 14. And um, because of that, I think she had to grow up really fast and go through a lot. And um, the number one thing she had to learn how to do, especially as a woman and a young woman in a music studios and in a predominantly male dominated industry, was learn how to vouch for herself. And that was something that I didn't really know how to do until I met her because I was working with male producers since I was like eight, nine years old. And then I started to produce for myself. And that's, you know, when I started getting into stuff with the label and Louise just said, you have to make sure that you are getting what you want and what you need out of everyone you're working with. You don't have to be afraid to ask for something or say, no, I don't like this or ask for your, your equal pay cut um, because that's going to happen. That's going to happen. People are going to try and like snuff you out of your money. Um, but just make sure that you are speaking up for yourself and don't be afraid of sounding like a bitch because you're just a boss. And ever since then, she's instilled that moral into me. And that's what I've been trying to say to my friends here. I'm in a music program in Toronto and, um, a lot of incredible women in this program that you know, feel like they need to be quiet um, to get anywhere in this industry. And I'm like, no, I'm going to tell you what Louise Burns told me. Speak up for yourself. So shout out to Louise.
0: Yes, indeed. A very important lesson for sure. And it's as they say, representation is very important, but also just like looking out for other people too. And like the fact that she's actually looking out for you and what warning you of that, because there have been other female producers that I've talked to, where it's just like, Oh, I should have been getting producer rights for years at this point, because like, I've been putting in the same amount of input, like what's changed. And it's like, it's just the person that you were working with respected you enough to say that you should get your money. And like, It's kind of really sad that that's the way it is. And like for you to say you don't want to sound like a bitch, but like you looking out for yourself shouldn't be interpreted that way. Like you're trying to make a career.
1: Absolutely. Like it's it really is just something that needs to be instilled in a young woman's head is you advocating for what you want is never a negative thing um and you know shout out to my mom she was always really good about that when my brother and i were young she was like never let anyone step on your flame never let anybody try to you know tell you about you because you know the best about you and um that's just that's just what i've grown up with in my head but unfortunately a lot of people haven't had that kind of guidance and still don't have that kind of guidance so i hope to use my platform to promote that you
0: know, hey, it's it's once again, representation matters. And it's as you continue to build your career, you don't know who potentially you might inspire in the future, who you might become their Louise Burns.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. I would love to be somebody's Louise one day. maybe. <gasps> one
0: day, one day, <laughs> one can dream. <laughs> yeah. Uh Love it. And of course, you mentioned. That you are in Toronto, and I believe that you made that move re- fairly recently. So, at the age of 18, to move from Vancouver all the way to the other music mecca of Canada, uh, what has that sort of been like for you?
1: It has been a roller coaster, um, but I have been having a lot of fun here. I moved here in late August, so I have not been here for too long. Um, If you would ask me like when I was 16, if I was going to go to university, I would have said, no, I'm just going to stay in Vancouver. You know, I'm at a record label and it's a Vancouver based label. So I'm comfy. I have somewhere to go post-secondary. But when I found out about this program, I was like, whoa, this is a brand new program. So this is like the test dummy year. Um, for us, and there was only 15 people let in, and there was thousands of applicants. So when I got in, I was like, Well, I have to go. I have to go take this opportunity. Um, but I was really scared because I'm a very much a homebird, and everybody here is like makes fun of me because I talk about Vancouver all the time because I think it's the best city in the world. I'm like such a West Coaster. Like, you go to the lake, I'm like, Psh, This is nothing. Y'all been to Kids Beach, y'all been to English Bay. This is nothing. Um, but I Y'all live been it. A cultist? <laughs> Y'all been in a cultist lake, you know, a soy is. So, yeah, I mean, it's awesome here. I miss home, but I'm more than happy to be living on my own and making so many music connections and meeting so many incredible people in this program. It's just been more than I could have ever asked for, especially because I got a little bit of a taste of what my life would have been like if I didn't. Move out of Vancouver when COVID hit because I was going to the studio, but then I would kind of come home and, you know, not have anything to do. Like, you know, I'd be like, Ugh. still living at home is up. And I love living at home, love my family. Like, we're very close, but being out here and experiencing life, you know, in an adulty way is so exciting and problem solving things is so much more satisfying because you can do it yourself. I'm doing my own laundry now, so it's awesome. Really great. (laughs)
0: Hey, hey, look at you go. Look at you go. (laughs) Big flex on him. (laughs) Uh, I love it. Of course, uh, before I jump into Dior here, I just want to step and take a moment there because there's been twice now that you've mentioned that you're sort of taking in a program Right now. So what I would love to know is as one of those 15 applicants, obviously very lucky, but what are some of the things that you've sort of were hoping to learn from the program once you got accepted? And what are some of the things that maybe you didn't expect to learn that you picked up?
1: Yeah, so there's 50 of us and we all come from very different musical backgrounds. So the main thing I've been learning is to appreciate other genres of music. I always prided myself on having an open mind with musical genres, but I knew nothing before I came here. Like, I, I've just met so many different people with different tastes and passions, like, like heavy metal and, like, you know, like the old folky stuff. And, you know, I personally gravitate mostly towards, like, 90s hip-hop and r&b um and you know showing people that stuff they're like what i've never listened to this before and i'm like yeah so i think sharing tastes of music and stuff has been a huge thing i've learned but um the one of the main focuses of this program is digital music production um one of our professors shout out to noah schwartz a very talented man a berkeley graduate. Um, He has taught us a lot about music production. And I've been using Logic, um, like the DAW that I use since I was nine. Um, And I thought I knew most of the things, you know, on Logic. I was like, "Hmm, there's not anything you can teach me. I'm going to be so ahead. And I came here and I was like, I don't know anything. So I have been learning so much from Noah and his classes are so great and so engaging. He's so supportive of his students. So yeah. Shout out to him. He's great. Shout out to all the teachers who are teaching remotely. That really can't be easy. It's, it's so hard not having the enthusiasm of in-person classes. Um, so all of you teachers and profs, we appreciate you so much. Keep it up.
0: <laughs> Just in general, even when you do have people in class to keep track of that many individuals all a day. Like some parents can't even handle the, like a few kids. Y- y'all got it down. You, yeah, have, you, have yeah. you have it down. You have it down. Respect. <laughs> respect <laughs> you
1: guys.
0: Yeah. Uh, and one thing I got respect for is this silky, smooth new single, or. My goodness. <laughs> this is an incredible track. I love it so much. Please, please take us behind this song, how it came together, what it means to you, all of that magic.
1: Wow. Well, first of all, thank you. I'm so happy you like it. Um this song was really the product of me and Louise and our good friend Parker Bosley. He is a bass player, songwriter, lyricist, super talented man. So the three of us, we got together one day and we just, we were just really just messing around. We didn't have any intentions of creating a fully formed song. We just wanted to get in a room together, the three of us, because I'd work with Parker He's played bass for me um, on a few live tracks. And of course, Louise is my girl. And the two of them know each other. So it was like, we gotta all get together. So we got in a room and I was so excited about Parker's ability to shape words and like make these beautiful sentences. Um, So we started a Google Doc because I, um, something Louise loves to play up with me is I have synesthesia. So I see color with music and I was really feeling like light pink feminine something just really like Y2K Paris Hilton energy Um, and Parker just started a google doc of pretty words like words that were pretty and I was like wow these are great so we kind of put them into a little bit of a sentence and then I think one of us was like spread that shit like it's on toast. And we were like, let's put that in the song. So it was it was all just like us joking around. And then we did a scratch vocal and we were like, this is this is pretty good. And so honestly, the song was just a product of us having fun. And every time I listen to it, I get so happy because I'm taken back to that moment of the three of us just really messing around with words and having fun with imagining what it would be like to spend a whole bunch of money and not care and like be a crazy trust fund baby and get on private jets and take seven shots of Don Julio and then you know not be able to find your luggage later. You know, it w- it was just like a fun, really fun time recording this song. And I'm um, so happy that you guys get to hear it too because we recorded it, we wrote it like so long ago. So I'm I'm like get it out there. Come on.
0: <laughs> Once again, just waiting for these songs. Whereas uh, I, this, this, I, I already had new experiences.
1: Yeah, now I'm, now I'm living in Toronto, and I'm like writing every single day. So I'm like, let's go, come on, <laughs> let's go.
0: <laughs> so clearly, the ball is in motion. So I have to ask, without giving away too much, what does the future potentially hold? Then
1: there may or may not be an EP coming soon. Lots of new singles, lots of new content, uh, some live content. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to wait and see, but 2022 is gonna be a stacked year for Molly and L. So get ready.
0: All right, all right, get ready, get prepared, bunker down. <laughs> get ready to party. Ah, uh, yeah. So of course, <laughs> I also have to ask. With a lot of your other singles, there's been some very fantastic very dreamy music videos. Do we get some a video package for Dior as well?
1: Um, You may be getting a live video for Dior, like a live version of the song. Um, and if we were to record a live version of the song and maybe some other songs from Elevator Music, um, the day we may or may not have recorded the live version of Dior was the day we finished the song. <laughs> so... Wow! <laughs> yeah, the day we finished tracking vocals on it. So
0: straight too. Okay, well, to hypothetically, hypothetically, if hypothetically, if if this existed, if that were to happen, one should be very excited, and they should probably try and stay up to date. So if this thing was ever to be released, so yeah. that they could, you know get on top of that ASAP, there'd probably be a best way to do that. Probably following you somewhere or subscribing somewhere. How how would somebody do that?
1: Well, if someone were to, you know, hypothetically want to follow me on Instagram, you could do that at underscore Molly and L. I have a lot of updates on there. Try to keep people updated, even though I'm really, really bad at Instagram. I'm notorious for like not charging my phone before I leave the house. So, um, you know, that's something you could do. You can also keep up with me on the 604 Records Instagram and their YouTube channel is where a lot of my video content is posted. So,
0: yeah. All right. Lots of options there. I'll put some links down in the description to the show so that if you want to go ahead and find that nice and easy, you can go ahead and do so. Molly, I've had a blast so far. I have one last question. Are you ready for it? I'm so ready all right so we have discussed here your growth into this new track after releasing your debut or debut album after years waiting for it to come out sort of waiting for this new track to come out too and just sort of the growth that you've gone through so of course i love to end on growth so the thing that i would like to know the most is is through this past year through this past three years How has this time sort of helped you grow or what has it taught you about yourself?
1: Yeah, so I think one of the main things I've learned, especially since getting signed and working with Louise, was make sure that you are vouching for you. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody will. That all starts with you. And something else that I've been really living by, especially after moving out and Really, having to vouch for yourself because you're in a brand new city all by yourself is every day when you wake up, you have a choice. You could choose to be unmotivated, poor me, I'm gonna wait for stuff to happen to me. I'm gonna sit here and be like, maybe if I'm really quiet and mysterious, like people will come talk to me. Or you could just be an obnoxious, you know, I'm gonna get everything I need to do done or most of the things I need to do done. I'm going to be there for myself, be my own best friend. I'm going to be gentle with myself because I know it's not that easy to get up and be like, let's go. Like I've been there. I've had my days where it's just been like not happening. No bones day. But you do have somewhat of a choice to talk to yourself, hype yourself up enough to, you know, get that mindset of I'm going to go be my own cheerleader. And um, that choice is really up to you. So that was a big bit of growing. I did since turning 18, moved the country away from my family for the first time. I just had to say, Molly, you got to be who you need to be for yourself.
0: So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad that you could find who that person needed to be and you're continuing to grow into that person. I'm excited to see. What the future holds f- exactly for that person. So, Molly, thank you so very much for joining me here today on the DTP.
1: Thank you for having me. I've had such a blast.
0: Oh, M. Bush. I hope that you had a fantastic time. As good of a time as I had here with this conversation, this interview with the incredible Molly Annell. And you can go and find a molly's a brand a new a single that you heard about today d oh yes you definitely want to and while you're there you might as well go ahead and jam her debut album elevator music too because why not and then you're gonna go ahead and hit follow so that you don't miss out on more new music that molly's gonna have coming your way because you heard today she's definitely gonna have more and then you probably want to go ahead and follow her on social media as well, like we talked about, because you just don't know what other incredible things Molly could potentially have coming your way once again, right? So all of these things, options to do these things, you can find links down in the description to the show below. And I have to go ahead and thank Molly for joining us here on today's episode of the DTP. I have to thank the fan laura from strut entertainment for going ahead and setting this interview up i have to thank german from ypeditor.com for making everything sound so incredible and oh last but not least it is time to thank you the ambush for tuning on into this episode if you liked what you heard here today and you have yet to subscribe well that's how you join the ambush so why don't you go ahead Join on up and continue to join in with the conversation. If you have already done that, well, I mean, you can also help us grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review, and also by heading on over to DesertTigerMerch.com and getting yourself something to represent and support the show. And with that, it's about time that we say bye-bye, but not before I tell you. Go find your roar and then let it out into the world. Let them know. Until next time, vine stay beautiful and The Desert Tiger Podcast.